There were delays leaving New York, so I just managed to get on the flight. But those delays made our arrival in Rome after the time designated for us to be in St. Peter's Square. Both R.J.'s Vatican connection and mine had come through with arrangements for us, but sadly, T.W.A. fouled our plans. By the time Mank and I arrived at the Hassler Hotel at the top of the Spanish Steps in Rome, R.J., Lionel, and all the girls were returning from the Vatican with photos in hand. Crestfallen, Mank and I, both of Polish heritage, had missed our great opportunity. Never daunted by defeat, I rang the telephone number for Father Sokolowski, who was the head of the Polish hostel in Rome, and my contact. The good father patiently suffered through my mediocre Polish, peppered with Italian and English, and finally said that he would do what he could for us and would call me back at the hotel. We were all scheduled to leave for Greece on Friday morning, and the arrangements were written in stone, so the Friday departure was unmovable. On Thursday, I received a call from Father Sokolowski, who said, You have to go to confession. Why? I asked. Because on Friday morning, you are going to take Mass from the hand of the Pope. I was speechless. Do you want to confess in Polish, Italian, or English? Well, this was no time to overstate my capabilities. English, I said. There's an American Catholic church in Rome, but because it was summertime, there was only what might be described as a skeleton crew on duty. I phoned and asked if I could arrange for a priest to take my confession, because I was going to be given Mass from the Pope. They were decidedly unimpressed, or maybe they thought I was lying. In any event, far too casually for my taste, they said that if I wanted, I could come over now. I raced to the church, where I met a young priest called Father York. He asked me if I wanted to go into the confessional or do the deed in his office. Opting for the air-conditioned comfort of the office, we began. Father, forgive me, for I have sinned since my last confession, which was a long pause. Let's just say it was uh, quite a while ago. What ensued was a two-hour discussion on organized religion, on corruption in the church, on the scandals of the Banco Ambrosiano de Milano, Cardinal Marchenko, etc. At the end of our long-winded session, being a clever Jesuit, Father York, using the unarguable rationale that only God is perfect and mankind is corruptible, so as long as I had my faith... I could be absolved. So after a good act of contrition, I retired to the church to say my penance and was prepared for the following day. Mank preferred not to take communion, so he did not go to confession, which I'm sure would have resulted in a session far longer than my own. As promised, Mank and I arrived at the rear entrance to Castello Gondolfo promptly at 7 a.m. to meet Father Sokolowski, and a group of 25 pilgrims from Poland. 
The Swiss guard ushered us through a small doorway and up a narrow staircase that led to a long, covered balcony overlooking a garden. At the far end of the balcony was a simple table with a long white tablecloth and a gold crucifix. As we assembled, the pilgrims began to sing in Polish with voices like angels that resounded off the antique fresco-covered stone walls. Father Sokolowski pushed Mank and me to the front of the group next to the temporary altar with no fanfare whatsoever and in the simplest white attire the Pope arrived accompanied by a small entourage.